Welcome back, amigos. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of Risos and Risas with Nicole and Ellie. I know we've been absent for a while. We've been kind of busy, so thanks for tuning in. For today's podcast, we're going to be picking at each other's brains a little bit more. I'll be asking her questions and she'll be asking me questions about various topics to see what we think and our view on these certain subjects. All right, first question for you, Nicole. If you could change something about the world, what would it be? I think I would change the way that people see life and that they would be more grateful for everything in general. So do you mean like the day-to-day type of thing? Like don't take your life for granted or live your life day by day kind of thing? Yeah, kind of in the sense that sometimes we take the little things for granted and we're not grateful like, oh, I was able to have my favorite drink today. And it's just your favorite drink, so you always enjoy it. But, you know, take that extra step in your day to actually be mindful, be present. And in the same way, like the interactions you're having with people, you just feel drained at the end of the day. But maybe if you would take the time to be a little more grateful that you're even having that interaction or seeing what the benefit is out of it, then it would be a better day. Honestly, that, that I agree with that because that would make people happier, you know, nicer instead of being grouchy and like ungrateful for their life. And then they're kind of taking it out on people that don't really need that in their life either, too. Yeah, that's true. Also thinking not that, oh, yeah, they owe it to me to give me this or, you know, things like that. Just be grateful for anything that you have because there's people that would like to have it. And you're the one that's blessed to have the things that you want. Agreed. Okay, um, question is for Yanelli. Who do you look up to the most? Honestly, I look up to my mom the most. Um, I guess you could say it's cheesy to say that, but that woman has gone through so many obstacles and has risen every single one. She had me at a very young age. She kind of grew up with me in a sense. A lot of people are like, you go on the street, oh, you guys are sisters, you guys look so much alike. And it's like, I guess so. We did grow up together and we kind of, you know, made life together. But she has has done so much and she has accomplished so much for everything that as an immigrant woman in the United States, as a woman that has, you know, lost a lot, lost her mom, um, as a woman who has struggled financially. But, you know, none of that kind of gets to her. So I, I really aspire to to kind of grow into someone like that because it's kind of like regardless of the situation, regardless of the obstacles you're facing, you know, you can persevere. And I think that's somebody that, yeah, wow. And she's given me so much advice even when I was younger. And I think that's why I like the way that I am now because of how she is. You know, she's alegre. She's always like, you know, go have fun. Stop being so stressed and all that stuff, too, which is typical moms kind of don't do that. Like, hey, be a good girl. Like, no, she's like, go be reckless. Go make mistakes. Go learn. So I really love how she's been a mom, a best friend. And to be honest, someone that my what is it? Confidant? Confidant. Definitely my mama. That's what I was going to say. I feel like you're being an only child has made her your sister, your best friend, your mom, and everything. Mm -hmm. And even though, like, she takes her own time out of her day to give me advice as well. Yeah. Regardless if she's going through it or whatever, all the trials and tribulations she's gone, todavía se toma su tiempo para hablar. She replies to my stories on Instagram, you guys. (laughs) And she sends me, like, hard eyes. Like, who does that? She's the cutest thing. She's the hype woman. (laughs) 
No, yeah, she, she's she's like the other day. I think two days ago, when it was raining. Mm-hmm. Um, it was raining a couple days ago, which is super rare. April, California. Don't know what's happening, but whatever. <laughs> and she was just like, hey, let's go get breakfast. We went all the way to the east side, grabbed some tortas with chocomil, went up to the hills. If anybody knows uh, Sierra Road. <laughs> anyways, we went there and we were literally just listening to Tavanda, Romanticas, and we were just talking about life eating tortas, which is super, super like natural for me and it's it's common we do that very often and a lot of people don't get that with their parents where they could just be like oh my god yesterday like you know I felt this type of way with some guy or you know what um I'm so mad at my job for this or oh my god el chisme de hoy la tia you know like all of that like me and my mom can talk about anything I can ask for advice I can ask her if I should make a decision if I should wear heels or not to a party if I'm you know stuff like that so She's cool. Shout out to mom. All right, next question is for Nicole. What to you is the right age to get married? Ooh, I think we've talked about this quite a few times. I don't think there is the right age to get married. I always say that it's more important to get married with the right person than at the right time. There's no use in getting married at 21, 22, and having kids by your 25 and divorced by 30. I mean, you know, if you're going to get divorced for whatever reason, fine, more power to you. But the way I see it, might as well just make it last. So as long as it takes you to find that one special person that you know you want to be with, let's just wait it out. What do you say to the people that get married um, very young, but they kind of don't have a choice, you know? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I don't or think even it, or even old too, because a lot of people are like, oh, I hit thirty or I'm thirty five, I should get married already, and then they kind of feel pressured. It's not something I would personally do, but I don't think I can speak on that subject because I don't know their situation, their thoughts, or their reasons. I just know that I wouldn't do it. Overall, there's not a right age, but there's a right person. Facts. And maybe there's not a right person, and you stay single forever. And that's fine, too. I don't know. Maybe that's going to be us. Can't I know. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Another question for Yanelli. What are your top three ways that you deal with stress? Besides hanging out with me. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> hanging out with friends is definitely one, but that's kind of obvious. So, um, stress. Journaling. Um, which I, I think I had mentioned before, I started doing that not too long ago where I write down whatever I'm feeling in that moment. And it kind of does soothe me in a sense. And I, I do it with like a little candle open, a candle open, <laughs> a, a candle, <laughs> repeat. I do that with a candle on, um, a little bit of background music and, you know, in my PJs and whatnot. So I feel comfortable, um, watching movies, to be honest, like makes me you know, forget about everything for a second. She'd be watching a movie every other night. She's like, sorry, I was watching a movie. I know, I'm a big movie person. Like, really bad. It's, it's yeah. kind of bad, but whatever. Okay. Um, and I actually go to the movies. That's the thing, though. Like, it's not even just being home. Like, the actual going out to the movie theater, getting the popcorn, all of that. I really like doing that. Um, dealing with stress, I guess, which is not very a good thing to do, but I do get my my craving foods. Um, to kind of cope with that and then after that I feel like okay I've eaten 
now I can back can back to whatever. I get that kind of goes with being hangry though. Like I'm stressed because I'm hangry. Like you know, I'm hungry. Yeah, I feel like you do get kind of cranky when you're hungry. Uh, yeah, I do. You're like, I need my seeds. <laughs> <laughs> so then I show up with ranch seeds, <laughs> and then she's fine. Yeah, and then I'll be fine. I guess another one is taking a shower. I think sometimes that that makes me feel better. You know. You feel clean, you feel refreshed, and you're ready to, to continue on about your day. So. It's so funny because she'll always be telling me, she's like, I feel like I stink. <laughs> I'm super self-conscious about smelling. But that's the thing, she never smells, and if she smelled, she knows damn well I would be the first one to tell her. So. Question for you, Nicole. What makes you cringe? <laughs> Let me pull out my list. Um, Like pet peeve-wise? Um, just in, uh, like, like uh, in you know, like, why are they doing that? Or like, uh, I didn't want to see that or. Okay. My number one cringe or pet peeve is when I think it's like also a lot of people have this when people chew loudly Ooh. or with their mouth open. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't stand it. And sometimes granted, I won't notice it. Like if we're in a large group of people or like at a party and they're doing it it's fine but when i'm sitting like at the dinner table or at a restaurant and i can hear people like chewing or crunching really loudly like it literally makes me want to stop eating that and then when they start clinking their um silverware on the plates <laughs> when they're like eating soup and all you hear is like the little spoon hitting the plate oh my jesus so repetitive noise is what makes you cringe technically i mean like pen clicking that's fine <laughs> like I, that little repetitive noise like it's fine maybe i, I don't know and when it has like, to deal with food, with you're kind food. of, yeah. I enjoy food so much. I don't want to see it inside your mouth, honey. Oh, I know. I think, honestly, like, uh, when, when someone's talking to you and you could see their food, like, in their mouth, mm-hmm. I'm just like, ew, you know? Like, I don't like that. I think that's my only pet peeve. Otherwise, I'm pretty okay with everything. Mm-hmm. I don't really cringe. You, you know why I don't cringe? Because I don't notice a lot of things. <laughs> you're I, oblivious I, to you, you Nelly knows. I'm oblivious to everything <laughs> that's going on. I just don't pay attention. You know how they say ignorance is bliss? Yeah, it really is. That's why I don't pay attention to her a lot of the time. I'm just chilling. Um, okay, let's see. Another question for you. Ooh. Do you believe in aliens? Girl, when I tell you that I feel that they're in my presence. <laughs> yes, I do. I definitely, I believe in anything supernatural. You know, I think I've experienced a lot of things in life where I'm like, okay, we're not the only people here. <laughs> but aliens, bro? Yeah, not necessarily how they, you know, they picture them in movies or, or you know, like the okay. whole spaceship. Explain what alien experience that you believe in aliens. Okay, aliens specifically. Uh-huh. Okay, think of it this way. We are a little speck. We are a speck, a star. We look up to the sky and we see a lot of stars. That's exactly how we look to those stars out there right meaning that we are literally just a speck the likelihood of us being the only living species out of all the little specks in the in the universe very unlikely right mm-hmm. so my my dilemma is that there's definitely other forms of life i don't know if it's specifically aliens or human beings like us with like antennas or whatever but there's definitely something out there there's been a lot of research that's been done where we find things that are like how you know specific um types of rock or artifacts just so many things that you're like this is impossible like there once used to be dinosaurs prior to us 
that it's crazy to think that ever existed so if there's a life outside of this i believe it and and you know it's it kind of hits the whole the whole idea of sometimes there's there's instances where people kind of feel that there's like ghosts in their home i also believe that there's separate dimensions that we live in in a, a dimension within other dimensions so Kind of, I do believe in the afterlife when if you pass away, you kind of enter a different dimension or with people that can speak to, to, the, to the dead or whatever it may be is because they're in a different dimension and they can see it. Some people get the gift. So I don't necessarily think that there is like how they portray it in movies, the aliens, antennas, the spaceships, which may be a thing, but I do believe that there's supernatural things that we cannot explain with simple science, you know? Have you ever seen the movie um, Horton Hears a Who? With that big... Dr. Seuss? Yeah. With that big elephant. And then there's like a little speck on a a dandelion. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what you're you're kind of imagining. uh That's exactly what I'm imagining. Because if you think of like ants, they have a whole life, right? And they communicate. Oh my gosh, have you seen the the girl on TikTok with the the bees? That she holds Mm -hmm. the bees with her hand? She scoops them up like nobody's business. And she'd be... Super cringe. That makes me cringe, by the way. Back to the cringing. But, um, okay, so once they grab the queen bee, all of them follow. Mm -hmm. They have a a form of communication within a small species. Can you imagine outside of space how much more communication there is? There's There's so many things that they found on Mars to this day where it's kind of impossible that something out there does not live, you know? Totally besides the point, but... I don't believe in aliens or other life forms or dimensions or anything <laughs> like that. But look, we're still like best friends. And oh, then yeah. that's what I think totally off topic, but I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. You can have totally differences and still be completely fine with another person, but a lot of people are just closed minded. And it's because you respect their opinions, you respect their beliefs and everything. Not only like opinions and beliefs, but like them as a person respect them 100 percent, and you'll be fine and it's cool kind of getting because if you agree with everything it'd be kind of boring right and it's cool to kind of have a little debate like hey you know what i don't believe in that i'd be like oh why do you think and i'd be like oh but i saw this you're like oh i get it but you can also see it this way and then you're like oh that makes sense but then you're like nah i still believe what i believe you know so it's it's pretty cool i think we've had conversations about dimensions before we did right? yeah, like we did. a while ago when we were in high school maybe and i still remember we'd be like yeah so i think we're in this dimension and i was like no i guess that makes sense because i heard this mm-hmm. but i think that that and you're like yeah that does make sense <laughs> just, at the end of the day we're like okay cool <laughs> so they do or don't exist we don't know but <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna need to see some proof and then i will may or may not change my opinion i think i just watched so many movies that i just believe hella shit <laughs> like i'm gonna be straight up like i just believe so much like so many theories and so many superstitions about so many things because i'm a movie watcher and a book reader that's true again back to me being oblivious <laughs> i do not know anything that is going on Every for whatever reason i don't know i don't i don't really watch my surroundings i just kind of live in that moment i guess a bigfoot could be tapping her on her shoulder asking her for directions <laughs> and she'd be like over there i'd be like i don't know man he's You're a really gps hairy. <laughs> The things that I notice, I'm like, dude, you're tall. I would say you're tall. Are you over six feet? Because I can only date guys who are over six feet. Stop. Me flirting with Bigfoot because he's tall. 
that is such a Nicole thing to do. Okay. <laughs> Bigfoot, if you're listening to this, I can hook you up, man. <laughs> Only if you speak Spanish, though. <laughs> All right, next question for you, Nicole. If you could go back in time and change anything, what would it be? Ooh. Change anything in my life or just in, in general, general? In general. I don't know. It sounds kind of cheesy to say this. I don't think I would change anything. Why? You know that, that butterfly effect? If you change one little thing, it would change, it would change everything. everything. Yeah. I don't want to change anything. Yeah. You know, the, the problems that we have right now or that I have in my life, it's because I've created them. So I, I'll, I'll handle it. I can take care of them. But not only changing my life, but thinking of changing everybody else's, I will not be held liable <laughs> or responsible for that. Yeah. So I think I wouldn't change anything. I'm pretty happy where, where I'm at in life right now and the people around me and the things we do. I think if I had that superpower or that little time machine that they have in, in certain movies, I think I would, I would warn people about catastrophic events. You'd be like, hey, there's going to, tsunami's going to hit. Hey, an earthquake, don't go on the bridge. Like stuff like that. If I could like, that'd be kind of cool. But then there'd be a lot more people alive and that would kind of change a lot of people's lives too. Have you seen the show, um, The Umbrella Academy on Netflix? Mm-mm. No, there's... Is it the one with the monkey as a portal? there's a monkey oh okay then i think i've seen parts of it they have like this um briefcase that can take you to different um like times in the world or different parts of the world at different times like a different year and they there's six siblings and they all have they all get stuck in the same place in a different decade or like a year apart so they kind of have to adapt to their situations but if they change one little thing it changes up their Everything, whole yeah yeah so it's kind of like that like i don't think i would want to change anything mm-hmm. maybe i would invent boba <laughs> i don't know just so that i could keep it to myself forever <laughs> that's selfish never mind i take that back <laughs> wait why, why were they saying that boba's um there's a I, there's I, a drought or something of boba there's a drought of boba in california you guys you heard it here first <laughs> breaking news <Yeah>. shut up <laughs> Public service. Uh, PSA, PSA. No, I heard your teacher say she, that. I, no, I think she was just saying that because we were all saying we like boba. So oh. that there was going to be a shortage. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. I actually thought it was true. ¿Quién la quiere? <laughs> la regalo. Les doy dinero para que se la lleven porque no la aguanto. Another question for Yanelli. When have you felt the most proud of yourself? I guess being able to despite what's going on in my life being able to kind of shut it off and focus on any projects that I have or any things that I want to do and then deal with that later or not deal with it at all I guess I think you know is really good at um not only prioritizing but if, even if she has two projects at the same time she knows which one's more important and she'll or harder and she'll finish that one first and then she'll go on to the next one there's never really been a what what should i do first what should i do next she's always kind of known and i guess i I do it ahead of time too yeah you don't really procrastinate i don't which is beyond me because (laughs) and she always tells me i'm like oh i'm doing homework and she's like are you procrastinating i'm like shut up be happy i'm doing homework (laughs) yeah i guess i think that comes with my anxiety and my nervousness of not being prepared too because i feel like if i do something the day before like Mm -hmm. I could have an internet outage or all of a sudden I'm sick or I have to work randomly. So I think I like to be prepared to not feel that anxiety and the stress of what could happen. The worst case scenario, which has never happened to me, 
but I still prepare for the worst, I guess. That's true. And I think we're very different in that sense. Mm -hmm. You like prepare for the worst case scenario, mm -hmm. and I'm happy if I get it done. <laughs> the night before, one minute before, did I send it? I did. It didn't matter if it was an hour before, I got it done. <laughs> it works. I don't know, this dynamic that we have here, it totally works, which is so weird. The laid back and the stressed one. <laughs> one of what do I say all the time? I'm like I can't be the pretty and the smart one. Y'all come on. <laughs> one of us has. I'm just here to be pretty. <laughs> she can be the smart and one. I can be the smart one. And then she can be the anxious one, and I'll be the relaxed one. I know. It works. It really does. Last question for you, Nicole. What is something you fear the most? Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think again, it goes back to me being so laid back and so oblivious to everything that's going on in my life that I, I don't really have any fears not even something like because i fear being burned alive that's just okay just like that's <laughs> very irrational and the odds of that happening are slim the to odds none of it happening are very very high dude we had massive fires at like what a couple months ago i think it what it is is that i don't pay attention to the bad parts hmm. i really don't i don't think far ahead enough in the bad parts i just look at the outcome like if it's gonna be good then i'll try it i that's very bad and i need to work on that i don't think about the consequences i just live it i'm like okay it's gonna be fun let's go and then if something happens then i'll deal with it when it comes Ooh, that's bad <laughs> that's very bad that is that is pretty bad because then you you're not looking you're not looking you're not protecting yourself does that make sense yeah but have i ever yeah that's true Never. Like, I'm not one to to guard myself. That's a little bit good sometimes, though, because you risk it. And and honestly, like like that super cheesy quote, like, what is it? Life's a risk. Mm -hmm. And it really is. And if you don't risk, a lot of the times you won't. Risk. I don't have any stories to tell then if I don't risk it. But you know how you were saying, like, you like to be prepared? Mm -hmm. I like to be prepared as well. But I don't think I prepare for the bad outcomes because I'm so optimistic. And I just don't, I couldn't, you know that how they saying like, oh, I can't imagine somebody doing me wrong because I wouldn't do them wrong. That's really how I think. I don't think anybody could do me wrong or anything could go wrong because I wouldn't do that. But then, you know, again, you have to account for other people's mistakes and the way that they are. I, I think you're very naive sometimes. You think your people are good. And sometimes you have to make sure that they're not really you know, and you have to kind of account for it and be prepared if someone screws you over. And then because if they do it, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't I didn't really think that this was going to happen. You know? I also think it's a lot of and we've talked about this before, the not having any expectations. Mm. I don't have any expectations for you anybody. should have expectations. No, but then if you have expectations, you have you get let down. If you think somebody's going to be good and they're not, you get let down. You're going to get let down anyways. Yeah, but it's going to hurt less because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect anything oh, from true. them. And maybe that's why I do it, to not get hurt. Yeah, I think that's why. It's worked so far. <laughs> okay? Nobody's hurting me. We're fine. But Yanelli does a really good job of keeping me in check. Yeah. She does tell me. She's like, think about it. Okay. And this, this, and that. And I'll be like, I hate when you're right. <laughs> I'm only right certain times. So certain things I can, I can correlate with. Yeah, I've said it before. When we're wrong, we're really good at understanding that we're wrong. Mm -hmm. And calling each other out on it. And it, it also helps to that it's her calling me out on it. <laughs> because if it was anybody else, either one, I wouldn't take them seriously. 
yeah, I just wouldn't take them seriously. I think that, that that's really important that you brought that up, though, because a lot of the times, like, like my dad, for instance, he would give me advice about something, and I would be like, I'm not going to listen to you because your advice kind of sucks most of the time, and to kind of throw it out the window. As far as my mom, and she's like, you know, Yanela, you tienes que comportarte. I'd be like, oh, shit, like, that's my mom. Like, she's saying it, she calls me out, okay. Even though my dad said the exact same thing. Kind of goes back to the advice my mom gives me about love life compared to the one Nicole gives me. I'm going to listen to Nicole more because she knows in the end what's going to benefit me the most. And my mom does not want to see me suffer. suffer. So she's going to give me something that's going to be like, oh, pa' que no te duela. And then Nicole's like, no, let that bitch hurt. You know what I mean? Even though it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit benefit you in the end so i really be like okay let her hurt i'm gonna come over with ice cream boba wing stop and we're gonna get through this we're gonna be fine and but, some flower seeds and some flower seeds ranch covered <laughs> sunflower seeds you guys look at what i have to deal with my pockets be hurting they're like three dollars <laughs> they're a dollar at the dollar tree uh, oh well there you go i think it helps having somebody in your life that is so optimistic and then also having somebody that is a realist yeah 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 guess who's who yeah. <laughs> we're a little bit of both i think we're a little bit of both i think it helps that we're both very aware like i can tell you that i'm super optimistic and naive at times i don't have a problem saying that mm-hmm. i know it's true and Yanelli has no problem saying that she is very realist and she likes to be prepared and that her anxiety doesn't let her do certain things mm-hmm. we have no problem being open about it yeah we we admit it to ourselves we don't try to hide it mm-mm well, thank you to everyone that tuned in today to listen to our podcast and our tonterias that we covered for today's topic. Again, sorry that we weren't so active this past two weeks. We just both got new jobs and we're still trying to figure out the whole scheduling thing. But we hope that this podcast was something fun for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. And if you guys ever want to go ahead and let us know what you want to hear on the podcast, you know our Instagrams. You can go ahead and text us. Let us know. These podcasts are for you guys to enjoy. So we want to make sure that we're talking about the right topics. Again, thank you. And like we always like to say, despite what the content is for the day. Cada quien sabrá. sabrá.